and this is where the brain science really comes in, is that if you can fit it into 15 minutes, there's a daily idea and each idea is different. And that is how we build new synapses in our brain, new connections, right? I am Shante Jovan Taylor, and you are having coffee with the neuroscientists. All right, welcome to Coffee with the Neuroscientists. Today we have Ann Armstrong, who is the founder of My Gnome on the Rome. It's an educational toys company. And she wants to inspire the love of reading, writing, and adventure for kids, families, students, and educators across the globe. I'm glad to call her a friend and someone who is truly changing the world with her knowledge, with her strengths, and with her love of education. Welcome to the show, Anne. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and to get your perspective on what we're doing as well. Absolutely. You know, I always have one, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I have to ask you an important question first, Anne. Are you a coffee drinker or a tea drinker? I'm more tea. I actually have water today with lime. Okay, yum. (laughs) We need that. Well, not terribly, but it is a gift I'm trying to continually give myself. It's something I fought with, you know, versus I once upon a time drank Mountain Dew, (laughs) which is not good for you, but I'm all about giving ourselves grace. Yes, absolutely. Yes. One battle at a time, one mountain at a time to climb. (laughs) Absolutely. So, Anne, what is your mission? And can you give us some background on how you came into this world of really amplifying adventures and travel for human beings to go to the next level of our human experience? So the past 26 years, I taught in the public school classroom. I started out teaching eighth grade English back in the 90s. I was like the first classroom in our building to have a computer because I went out and bought it myself because I wanted kids to have it sort of as a treat when they were done with their class, you know, work or whatever. You know, fast forward to today, my son is 12 years old and his entire school day wraps around a computer that he carries back and forth with him every day. Back when I started teaching, I wanted more than having my kids memorize where a comma goes in a sentence or how to write a five paragraph essay. I really wanted my students to leave my classroom with some memories and maybe even a little more clarity about who they were becoming. They used to call me the field trip queen because I was always trying to like build in projects and speeches and field trips because I wanted what we were doing in the classroom to feel bigger. I wanted them to be able to plug it in to what was happening in the world, right? And when I started teaching, that was not terribly difficult to do if you were willing and had the energy. But as No Child Left Behind started tiptoeing in the door, those opportunities started to really narrow. Tests started to multiply. Luckily, I moved to the gifted and talented program. So I kind of was always a square peg trying to find the hole that I fit in. But even that program has become much more centered around how it turns into a standard that you could fill a bubble in on a test. And 
the things that I most wanted to teach are not standardized things that you can measure that way. So when I adopted my son, I found that when I went back to school, after I'd created adventures for other people's kids all day, I got home and didn't have any time for adventures with my own son. And it was so frustrating. And I talked to friends and parents and other teachers and learned like that is not unusual. That is the whole world. I had, you know, gone all those years without being a parent. (laughs) So I knew that that's something that a problem that I wanted to fix if I could. Okay. And how did you come up with Gnome on the Roam? How did that become your kind of gateway to putting it out in the world, sharing with the world? So I knew I wanted to create something and I wasn't sure what it was. So I found a program called B-School by Marie Forleo. I started doing all that work, right? Kind of asking all those questions and narrowing down what it was I really wanted to do. And I couldn't find one exact tool or opportunity. I found lots of them, but I won a competition to have an app built And because I was working on screen-free ways to be in the world, an app really felt contradictory, sort of. However, I figured out a way or lucked into a way to use the app to help families create more of those opportunities. So what we created essentially is sort of a a recipe box that takes all of the hard parts of creating little adventures off the table. You know, we give you ideas, we give you things that fit into small pockets of time, but it was because of somebody else's generosity, really, that I found the opportunity. It's sort of a a recipe box, if you will, a collection of adventures. You get a new adventure each day, and then all those daily adventures go into an in-app library. So the idea is that families can look on the app for an idea and then get off of their screen and actually spend time together connecting. The New York Times called it an anti-app, actually, because the whole idea of it is to get off your screens. (laughs) It's a contradictory, right? Well, I actually would term it as an integration of times, right? These are not standard times, just like you mentioned earlier about, you know, moving into the gifted and talented program and they wanted to still standardize the way kids learn, but we are not in standard times. We are in modern times, right? We are in the world of technology and access and information and being able to have different ideas about how we navigate life. So I actually applaud you for finding a way to integrate technology with the modern society because technology is not going away. It's actually a way to enhance how we do this experience, how we think, how we create. So I think it's really brilliant. And being able to bring back family time in a way that it wasn't like that when we were growing up as Gen Xers, we had TV, but we didn't have 24 hour TV, right? We came Uh, home when that porch light came on. (laughs) That that was our, our role. And we did more things as family. And so even adults are glued to their phone now. So I think this is helping families to reconnect. There was that 70-year Harvard study that showed that really it's family connections, it's connections with people, it's connections with friends that is the true measurement of happiness in this life. So you are really 
integrating all of that to help bring people together and have a true level of fulfillment in these modern times when so many people are kind of losing themselves. So about this recipe box, what's in it and what age group is it for? The coolest thing about it is we started out with the age being three to 12, but people were consistently emailing me saying, we use this with our grandparents. We use this with our college kids when they come home. So we actually haven't found a group that it doesn't work for. My intern right now, I have an intern from Vanderbilt. She's a freshman in college and she's using the app. She took over our TikTok. So she's doing our TikToks now and she's been doing it with her friends on campus and they are choosing adventures to go on together. So it works for them too. (laughs) And if it works for them, it'll work for anybody. (laughs) We're all kids at heart, right? And somewhere along the line, we start to lose that curiosity just because we're trying to fit in, right? Yes. And we're trying to do what we're told to do in school, which is learn for the test, right? The test doesn't test our creativity and our innovation for the most part. So you are really helping people to integrate more regions of their brain, right? Their left and their right brain, that curiosity part, but also the reasoning part, the rational part, And that is how we're supposed to navigate the world, right? As a whole brain human being, we can all use more play and adventure. And that is where those powerful insights come and serendipitous innovations come from. So you are reigniting that. And it sounds like anyone of all ages. There's a journal in the app. And I think that's really powerful because you have an experience And if it's a really great experience, you'll carry a little piece of it with you, right, as a memory. But if you write it down, you reflect on it, you talk about what really stood out? What do I want to remember? What do I want to learn more about? What would I do differently if I were to do it again? Those are the questions that make us grow. That has nothing to do with age. But if we can guide our young people to ask those questions, then it doesn't matter what they learn because they're figuring out how to learn, right? They're figuring out Mm -hmm. the questions to ask that take the next step. And that's, I think, the path from curiosity to passion is asking those questions. And some of the questions might be, do I want to do that again? And the Mm -hmm. answer might be no. And that's as valid an answer as yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I also hear you saying in that is these exercises are helping with self-discovery. And so we have a tendency to naturally ask about what do I like? What do I want to be in life? But it sounds like taking these adventures, they're able to ask even more insightful questions and deeper questions about what was it in the moments that I really experienced? Who was I with? Where was I located? Uh, What was the weather like? You know, whatever comes to them. And so anytime they may get lost in the future or want to go back and decide what do I want to do, they can start reflecting on those adventures and say, hey, why don't I try this again? Right? Because we all have those moments like, what am I even doing with my life? (laughs) Why am I fail or not really moving forward? So reflection is a powerful way for the brain to regain momentum and figure out what to do next in life or in that moment or with your people in your lives, your relationships. You know, our relationships can go kind of stale and stagnant 
And so you can recall, remember that time we, you know, had that adventure? Let's do that again. We recently, my kids are older. My youngest is 17. I have a 28-year-old and a 19-year-old. My college kid came home for spring break and I was like, okay, we're all going to go skating, <laughs> right? Because we haven't been skating together in years. And so grab some pizza and then we went skating and, you know, it was just kind of nostalgic for us. And so it sounds like that is what your adventure is allowing people to do is to create nostalgic moments that they can always return to and reflect upon. Absolutely. And the other good piece is, and this is where the brain science really comes in, is that if you can fit it into 15 minutes, there's a daily idea and each idea is different. And that is how we build new synapses in our brain, new connections, right? Doing the nostalgic things over and over is so, so important. But equally important is doing new things because it's Sometimes it's scary, depending on if you are a perfectionist, then creating something is hard, right? Like if you don't paint and you go painting and you're a perfectionist, that's going to be difficult. So part of the other gift of, I think, of the app is that you are constantly trying new things and Mm -hmm. that in itself is not only building connections in your brain, but also allows you to reflect on your own experience with that. So maybe the question is, I couldn't do it perfectly. Do I want to do it again? That's an important question to think about because the goal is probably not perfection, but that's how you get to the answer sometimes. Absolutely. And the beautiful thing about adventures and play is that it's a safe place, right? There's no wrong answer. (laughs) So you have the mobility and flexibility to try things out, make quote unquote mistakes and roll with it, right? And so it helps to build up resilience and for real life things as well, to build up confidence and say, hey, I'm more flexible with myself because I had these other experiences where I intentionally took an adventure or was playful as well. And another piece of your app is that you're helping to stimulate those social connections in our brain. So our brains are social organs, okay? And so without connection to people, without fulfilling and engaging connections to people, we know that that's not good for the brain. It causes loneliness and depression and stress and people's lives, they don't have longevity, right? They get sick, their immune system goes down. So it should be a part of everyone's plan in life to have quality, social, engaging situations. So you're also helping with that dynamic. I do have a question about your adventures. Are these adventures that people go locally or do they go to different cities and or states or countries? So it's a whole brand now. It's kind of, somebody called it an ecosystem. It's kind of like the whole aquarium, right? So the app is daily adventures you can do anywhere, anytime. You can do it in some of them in your kitchen or your backyard or the park around the corner. But then we also have our gnomes that families designed really as a mascot to come along on adventures. But the idea of having a mascot or, you know, a talisman is sort of just having the gnome with them brings a little magic, right? It wakes people up a little bit. It's like, oh, now we're going to do this adventure. And you hope that eventually that is a part of 
a lot of moments. So that's part of the fun. And also we have cards for when people travel because the goal is for people to remember the really special times like the travel, the Disney World trip, flying to Italy or whatever, but that you don't have to have a week of vacation or take out a loan to make a memory. Memories are the small things and the big things. So it started out and it just keeps unfolding and more becoming as it goes. But the opportunity is there to capture, obviously, the big memories, but also we give ideas for making these little memories. And those are the things that I think a lot of times people cherish even more. I love that so much because there's a saying, create a life that you don't have to take a vacation from. Yes. And I live that, right? And I don't necessarily have to go on a vacation or a big trip because I enjoy so many moments just being at home or in my community as well. So I think you're helping people to realize that they don't have to do all these big things or delay adventure, play and excitement with the family. They can do things daily or weekly, but just be more intentional about it. Uh, with the little gnomes, are people able to kind of leave a gnome where they go and then p- other people recognize or find it or something like that? They could. And most people, the gnome is an adopted member of the family. They name them, they design them, and they usually take them on multiple trips. On Instagram, there are a lot of gnomes that have their own Instagram account. Currently, because it's spring break this week, we have gnomes in Germany, Japan, Italy, Ireland, India. Every week is not like that. But the Vanderbilt students took gnomes to Peru. It's really fun to see where they go. But it's not more important that they be in wild places as it is that they are at the park or at the pizza parlor, you know, on the table or whatever. Like all of those moments have value. That is so fun and amazing and just a symbol of this human experience and just being more intentional and engaging and finding moments to have fun as well. So I think that's a powerful symbol and fun symbol to have and symbology in the brain really stands out. And if you imagine like the bald eagle or, you know, those monumental symbols that mean something deeper to people. And so I think this gnome in the room can definitely have that deeper connection with people and remind them to show up in the moments and create moments, magical moments, playful moments, adventurous moments as well. And the more we kind of get out of the house and start engaging with our community, the places in our cities, and even if we can out of our countries, we're able to learn about other people and cultures, which increases our social intelligence and our cultural intelligence. And so there's actually regions in the brain, and I was just training on this the other day, where we actually have a part of the brain called the fusiform gyrus (laughs) that lights up when we can identify familiar people particularly like in our in-group, right? And so the more we 
start exposing ourselves to people and familiarizing ourselves with people who don't look like us or don't do the same things as us, the yes. more that activity in that part of the brain will increase for everyone and everyone will be included in our in-group instead of our out-group. And another correlation with that, being able to light up when we see familiar faces is that our empathy also increases. Right. So the regions of the brain responsible for empathy will increase along with the people we recognize. So just imagine if we have more people on the roam, you know, engaging with different cultures and different people will all be more empathetic, more inclusive, more culturally aware more socially aware, more emotional, intelligently aware as well. And we can just have this dynamic human experience and just get to our highest level of humanity. So I just want to thank you for all that you do. I don't know if you really knew that part of what you are really doing. I just appreciate your mission and sharing it with the world and coming on. And I know so many people are going to glean so much from this conversation and probably will want to know where they can get their gnome on the Rome kit and the app and all of that. So can you share where people can find you? So the best part about the app is it's free for the first month. I like try before you buy. And somehow that feels to me good to give without necessarily receiving in return. Part of that is my trauma work. So I'm working on that. But you can go to www.mynomeontherome.com forward slash app. And you can download the app and it's free for a month. After that, it's $3.99 a month. It's less than a bad cup of coffee. (laughs) I told somebody the other day, if you don't even use it once in the entire month, it'll be the best $3.99 you ever wasted. (laughs) But it's only $39 for the year. So if you buy for the year, you get two months for free. And then at our website, we have a shop. You can get your gnomes there. We have our kit. We have our books, which are also interesting because you color the illustrations just like you design your gnome. Everybody brings their own color. And I feel like it's a really quiet way to say something really loudly. We all have our own color and we all bring that all the time. So we're really trying to build a community where we honor that in one another. That's beautiful. Just all the way around, just really thinking of how to move collectively toward the highest versions of ourselves in this human experience. And I just really thank you. And we'll have those websites in the show notes as well. So thank you so much. And once again, thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. And all the wisdom that you share all the time. I like that you always run deep and you always tell it like it is. And I respect that so much. (laughs) I can't help myself. And that's great. (laughs) It's great. People are recognizing that. And I love, love, love meeting people on the journey who are tapping into their own strengths and talents and trying to make the world a much better place. And um, you are one of those people. So thank you again. Thank you. Okay, until next time, everyone, remember when you better your mind and better your brain, you can better your impact in the world and have an adventure doing so. Take care. Did you like this episode? 
make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and share with a friend. And if you consider yourself a modern thinker and if you want free mindset success tools and more tips and strategies on how to use neuroscience in your everyday life and how to stay motivated and inspired to live your best self, come visit me at ChanteTaylor.com, enter your name and email address and sign up for my newsletter. Remember, when you better your mind, you better your brain, you better your impact.